episode two of the bunker. We're back after uh, a day late. Day late. A little bit late. Yeah, that was Bye. kind of my fault. <laughs> yeah, stupid computer science work. Not as much fun as laughing at American politicians that have hair dye running down their face. Very nice. Very nice. I'll send yes, you this. Um, I'm intrigued. We've got to get this going first. Everyone's I've been talking about this. Places, but yeah, I've seen it popping up, but I've never, never checked it out. The first thing when you open it up, just pause it. Look at the like to dislike ratio. I'll get it up on the screen here so people can see. People like, is it Republicans they call them in America? Like Donald Trump's fans? Yeah, I think so. It's like... They talked about how they they always go on about how the liberals, the goddamn liberals, are like the, the snowflakey ones. But the the news upload a video of this guy with like it looks like oil running down his hair, and they're like disliking the video, like oh how could you how could you make fun of a man that just has that's just sweating? It's very fifty fifty, isn't it? Jesus Christ! I know. Yeah, it's pretty. You want to have a look at the video? Let's check it out. All right, three, two. One play. He completely missed it. It was close. I mean, he got none where there is no hair. <laughs> One of them's like halfway, like past halfway, and the other one's sitting at halfway. She has to be able to see it. Hold on, go back a little bit. It's about 10 seconds. Right. Just look at the girl in the back. She's staring straight at it by the looks She's of it. Staring at it. She's <laughs> full on staring. It's so much worse too because he keeps moving his head. <laughs> look, look, that whole video she is staring. Yeah. Oh, get a bit. There we go. When you get to about 30 seconds, he's uh, changed it. I just want to see if... In this clip as well, there's part of it where he's like standing to the side and he, um, he, look back to the main screen, he like blows his nose and then he's still sweating. So he, he doesn't turn the tissue over. He blows his nose and accidentally like rubs snot all over his face to like wipe down his face. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try and find it now. I just typed in Rudy Giuliani wipes snot. <laughs> uh, switch this back over. Do you know who he reminds me of? Who? Professor Proton in Big Bang Theory. You know what? You're right. <laughs> Sheldon Cooper would not be uh, standing for this ridicule. That's probably where all the all the um, dislikes have come from. It could be. Yeah. I'm struggling to find the one where he's got uh, who does the snot in. <laughs> it must be just like some type of hair dye, right? I think so. I think so. Let me go back to the original video. It's either hair dye or do you think he's like took a leaf out of Donald Trump's book and done like a little spray tan? It's just had a cheeky cheeky spray tan he's had a little like little touch up here and there or maybe he's put some makeup on for the cameras and he's just melting away it's just completely screwed up it don't look good though does it plus what i heard it was really... that 
that like Donald Trump, he's like he was on the he did The Apprentice and everything, didn't he? Hmm. So he's really into like it doesn't matter if he's on the right side of history or the wrong side of history. He cares about what things look like on TV and stuff like that. So as long as it looks good, he doesn't care. And this does not look good. Yeah. <laughs> Fully messed it up, and Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, but did you hear about the? Have you got a topic, or did you want to go to the other big news? We can go for the other big news if you want. I mean, mine are other than one, mine aren't quite up there at the moment. Okay, okay. I'm more intrigued about some of yours. Have you heard of a little-known person called the Pope? <laughs> I know where you're going with this. I have heard of the Pope. What do you Pope's think the Pope does? There. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Pope's been a bit cheeky, hasn't he, Ben? Well, well, what do you think a man of God like the one, the only, the Pope, would be doing in his spare time? I imagine he goes around to orphanages. Yeah. And does a lot of praying. Yep. And reads the Bible a lot. Maybe gives out some food to the needy. Yeah, and then at the end of the day, I reckon he chills back. Play some Angry Birds, maybe. What would you say yeah. if I told you that he was uh, having a little cheeky scroll through Instagram and liked a picture of a model with a uh, big fat ass? John, I'm going to defend the Pope here because we are all God's creations and it would be wrong, if anything, it's wrong for him not to like a picture of a model. True. She is human too. She's a child of God. But no, I couldn't believe it when I read it. I was like, "Let me get this one." He's not following anyone either, though, is he? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked that much into it. But here's here's the. I've just sent it you on Discord. The picture of his actual Twitter, uh, Instagram account having liked the post. Oh, the model was like really chuffed about it, and all, weren't you? I'm looking at the tweets now. She put, at least I'm going to heaven. <laughs> well, yeah, she has to now. I mean, like, if the Pope says it's good, that means the God like, that God likes it, so. <laughs> I'm just looking at the first comment. At least he likes mature women, unlike his peers and associates. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the whole church in general that has been liking young boys. Do you think he gets in trouble for that? I genuinely don't know, because this is the thing that uh, I was seeing online a lot. Do you think Pope Francis is sat there scrolling through Instagram, or do you think this is like some 20-year-old like intern social media manager that's accidentally forgot to switch accounts or something? And everyone here is just flicking through, liking all this crap. Yeah. And if anything, they've done the church a favour. They've got rid of that whole stereotype for at least a couple of days. 100%. Right. 100%. People are, people are now talking about Pope Francis liking a model and not probably a little boy. It's, yeah. But no, it's just... Who tells him off? Isn't he in charge? Does God tell him off? There's no one can tell him off. He is the top dog. He, he's, yeah, he does what he wants. It's just social media, what things get caught out on. I've got a uh, problem with your camera. Your camera's decided it's going to vanish. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm still here. I'm trying to get it back up now. Do you want to go to one of your topics while I try and get the camera working again? Yes. Right. So I'm going to start on 
just a completely random one that popped to my head. That you okay. were intrigued by. The peacock mantis shrimp. What on earth could this mean? It's exactly how it sounds. It's a shrimp. Just a shrimp that looks like a peacock with its colours. And it's known for its punch. And that's because it has a very strong punch. A very strong punch for like a a tiny insect or... What do you think by that? Like what goes through your head when I say that? Like... Give a quick description of what you think I mean by that. I, I genuinely don't know. I'm so, I'm honestly so stuck trying to get your camera working that I can't think at the minute. <laughs> I just send you a picture of the cheeky little fella. Shall I turn it off and on again? Do you think that will help? I think it's me. I think my uh, computer can't see Discord for some reason. All right. Although. Well, you popped you popped back for a second i don't know what the hell is going on well let me quickly turn it on and off and see if that helps at all all right technical difficulties professional stream does that help that's back on you're back on yeah let me on and off again it technician uh So I think the problem comes if I minimise uh, Discord. I have to just pull something else over it. Alright, I won't do that then. Uh, I'm just going to mess about with your camera a sec. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so the mantis shrimp. Right, I've sent you a picture of it. Yeah, one second. Uh, okay, you're good to go. You're good to go. Right. Good to go. Right. So, this little guy grows to about four to eight inches big. Size you're very familiar with. Oh, <laughs> rude. Ooh. Rude. And now, the, the well known, I say well known because these little guys have a little punch that can crack crab shells. Because they're little, they're little fists. They come out of their bottom. They're like whoosh, pa, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up to fifty miles per hour. Jesus Christ! The same strength of a twenty-two caliber bullet. These got these come out of, of. So when these two little guys go at each other, they're like full on punching each other and going at each other. I just thought it was quite interesting. I saw it, I heard of it, and I was like, I want to check this out. And yeah, they're just. They go around and just steal other people's shells and kill a load of crabs, and they just own. So they're, own ba- the water. they're basically just the most badass little uh, crabs around. Yeah, like um, little fact right here: their punch is so fast, it it results in cavitation bubbles, which heats up the bubbles to over four thousand Celsius. Right, right. Which little little flashes of light in the in the 
water, so it heats up the bubbles that much, which is nearly as hot as the sun. Then makes little lights flicker in the water. This sounds a little bit weird. It makes... I, I honestly, I've been so half concentrating trying to get all this stuff back. After I got right. your after I got your camera back, and I tried to put this little mantis shrimp up on screen, then the oh shit, I've just hit my mic now. Then the whole screen vanished. So I had to try and get that back. So let me get this straight. This right. little shrimp thing mm-hmm. hits a crab so hard that it mm-hmm. smashes its shell open. And mm-hmm. it boils something as hot as the sun or something like that. It generates so much heat in the water, generates up to 4,000 Celsius of right. heat in the water around it, that it generates little bubbles that flash, that creates little flashes of light. How does it not fry itself? Because they're only really small little bubbles, Ben. <laughs> okay, little okay. Bubbles, little baby bubbles. Well, that's pretty insane. Let's see if I can get... It's really, really fast. Yeah. Um... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm go. holding on. I'll send you this. Right here. Right here. Right, you're going to work right here. Right. Watch me. 30 seconds. Not going to get you to watch the whole thing. Just 30 seconds, you'll see the little punches it does. I'm grabbing it now. 22 caliber bullet. Yeah, at 30 seconds. Watch as long as you want, but only for about 10 seconds. That's all you need. It opened up the fucking Discord link. Give me a sec. It opened me up a link to Discord and not the thingy, my Bobby. Right. I'm much look at you. <laughs> I'm really not. They're fearless. Right. They sound pretty fucking badass. Right, I'm on it. Going to 30 seconds. Okay, do I need sound for this? Get the full effect. No. This thing isn't small, this thing looks giant, it's bigger than the crab. Small crabs, aren't they? I suppose, yeah. Right, count me down. Alright, three, two, one. Wow. It's just being the crap out of it. That clicks hurt in my ear. uh... I'm sorry, but that thing's huge. If you go to one minute... Oh, that crab's made a mistake. If you go to one minute, 25. Right. Minute 25. How much these things are feared, right? You ready? Yep. Watch this crab crap itself. Three, two, one, go. Look at this, pops out. Minding his own business. Crab's like, oh, 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 crab. Ooh. Yeah. The crab knows yeah, it's on it. now. I don't oh. know about you, but I, I'm, don't I'm stay. not afraid of crabs. Don't stay in that corner. It's Ooh. just going for it. You got him in mid-air. I'm not afraid of crabs, but I do not, uh, like, if I see one, I avoid them. 
They've got pincers. They just... Did you just take off his arm? Yeah, just punched off. I'm going to rewind that, what the hell? Wait for the next bit. Oh shit! Yeah, go on. Tell me where next to go. I'm fascinated by this thing. And then, and then carry on watching. Carry oh, okay. On, just carry on from where you were until the next clip, and then end up the next clip. Do they just keep feeding this thing crabs? Oh, he's took his second one off. I know. It's just, that's how strong it is. It just like punches his arm off. It's weird that the crab doesn't bleed or like nothing. Nothing really leaks out of him. Yeah, I don't know what it is for crabs. They're a bit abnormal, aren't they? Oh, we're getting a slow motion clip here. Yeah, apparently, like, the shrimp punches at 2.5k times its own weight. So if that was us punching, we could punch through steel. <laughs> wow. Who's the sicko that put the crab in there with this thing? I know, it's like, do you know what, this could do some real damage, let's just, uh... Some sicko discovered that these things are really dangerous to be put in a tank together, so you put like seven crabs against one of them. You can keep them as pets, but they can punch holes in the aquariums. I bet they can, yeah, I bet if they get pissed off one day, you're not giving them enough food, it's just like, right, I'm doing it, I'm going it alone. Yeah, just screw this place, I'm done. Crazy, isn't they? Unreal. Um, one of the one the main things about them that we're actually trying to research about them though is that they can detect cancer with their eyes. Really? How have they figured that out? Like, how did the scientists know that it can do that? I have no idea how they've discovered it, but um, the researchers at a university in Queensland believe that the compound in the um, shrimp can detect light and lessons an activity of neurons and That's they're trying sick. to like detect polarized light that reflect differently in cancerous cells that's pretty cool I know and they're older than dinosaurs really wow so mm. of course the Japanese eat them of course because why wouldn't they I'm surprised the Chinese don't fucking eat them mm. as well <laughs> Because something that can punch that hard, you would shove it down your throat. Yeah. Like a, it's like a thing, like, you want to, you want you think you're the big badass of the ocean? Meet us, so we're going to eat you. <laughs> just like, I can eat you. No. I won't put that thing anywhere near my plate. No. That Crazy. is unreal. Crazy. Yeah. There you go. I, I hope, uh, that's a bit more interesting. No, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end up after the podcast looking at little clips of that thing now. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember why it popped in my head. I was just at work packing a box, and I was like, "Shrimp." Got to show Ben that. Ben, interesting. <laughs> well, there used to be a channel on YouTube called um, Japanese Bug Fights or something like that, and they would basically get all the poisonous. It was like poisonous, dangerous. Um, and deadly insects of Japan 
they would get them in this little right. aquarium, but not with water in it, just like so that they couldn't run off the table or something, and basically pit okay. them against each other. So you'd have like a scorpion fighting some kind of weird tarantula, or you would have, uh, God knows, these all these weird fucking bugs fighting each other. See if I can find okay. it. I type in Japanese, the first thing that comes up is bug fights. <laughs> of course. There's a 31 minute video, Japanese bug fights, season two, part one. 32 minutes. Oh, <laughs> you want to look at um, brutal okay. fight of the mantis and the scorpion? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, send you the link. Oh god, I've just I'm skipping through to try and find the right one. I've just seen uh who wins out of a mantis and a lizard. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh go to Why is this fucked up again? The uh screen share thing's messed up again. Give me a second to fix it. What keeps happening? I have no idea. What about if I do it on this one? Every time I switch scene, uh, the cameras go. Right. Your camera's gone again. Do you want me to close or open? I think it's... Oh, that's not it. I think it's my end. Try it. You can try closing and reopening, yeah. It fix it. It did not. Oh. I think Discord keeps stopping. Uh, stopping is allow it, it. It's not allowing me to capture the. Oh, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> it has returned. Let me steal the source for this. Jake's camera, copy that. Put that one in here. Uh, chat amongst yourselves for a bit. I've got rid of one of the topics just because I don't know too much about it and it's not that interesting. Okay, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Right, this one. Right, right, I'm going to jump in straight with something that's trending on Twitter right now. Okay. Is COVID racist? Ooh, I actually know what they're going with here, I think. I'm going to go back to the main scene. Yeah, I think I know what they're going with. So you're, you're looking at it now. I will guess what I think it is, and you can tell me if I'm right. Okay. So I think that more people, or at least in America, America um, more black people and people of colour are dying of COVID and catching COVID than white people. Is that right? Possibly. It's a documentary on Channel 4 at the moment. Oh, live TV. Uh, they're exploring why black, Asian and minority ethnic people who have been 
disproportionately affected by COVID-19. I got it. And more why there's so many, so little action. Very, yeah, you, you I, got it. I probably should explain why I'm so happy about getting that before people start calling me a racist. So <laughs> I'm actually quite interested in this topic and the cutting edge research that's going on at the minute is looking into why so many um, people of colour are being disproportionately affected by it and the answer seems to be now bearing in mind this is still new research so it might it's developing it might change uh, in the future but the working theory is that of the people that have died with covid or the people that are severely hospitalized and stuff like that when they take uh, either a blood sample i don't know how they do it but what they find is that their vitamin d levels are very very low they're they're all deficient in vitamin D. And the working theory is that people that live in climates that don't get enough sun, so if you're a person of colour and you're living in the UK, the the amount of, uh, is it melanin? Or is it melatonin? I always get them confused. Uh, basically, the, the chemical compound in the skin that makes the skin darker um, prevents you from absorbing or prevents your skin from absorbing as much vitamin D from the sun. Whereas if you were a person of color in California, let's say, you're getting plenty of sunlight and your body can create vitamin D readily. So people... Melanin. melanin. Okay, there we go. So people that are living in like Europe, basically, and uh, states in America that aren't sunny are deficient in vitamin D. And the, the thinking is that people of color are more deficient than white people because it's harder for them to absorb vitamin D from the sun. So the advice has been to supplement vitamin D, which, because I am hot on this research, right. I've got it here. I've got, I've got 2,000 IU tablets. You can't see it because the green screen is going crazy. But I take one 2,000 IU tablet of vitamin D per day. Because it seems right. seems to protect you from COVID. Right. Okay. It's quite. All right. That's quite quite interesting. A little so. bit interesting, isn't it? It's probably not to most people, but I f I found it because you you f you hear it and you're like, why the hell would that be? And then you hear that the the, the people of color that are dying or being hospitalized are deficient in vitamin C D, uh, and then you hear the reasoning for that, and it's like, oh, that could be something. Um, but and another interesting thing is they found that in places like Scandinavia, like Sweden um, and Finland and that, people of colour there aren't dying as much, um, even though they're in a climate that doesn't get much sun. And that's because in Scandinavia, they're a lot more health conscious and surveys show that people use uh, tablet supplements a lot more readily there because they're acutely aware of not getting enough sunlight and not getting enough this and that. So the people in Scandinavia are taking more supplements, whereas people that are deficient in vitamin D in America and the UK aren't supplementing because we tend to have a, a lot worse diet and we're less health conscious. Right. So that was a very long, very boring explanation of it, but I find it quite interesting. No, no, definitely. I mean... I saw it, and my first thought was it's going to be some bloody idiots jumping on the bandwagon because that's normally what Twitter is. I wasn't yeah. actually expecting there to be a, a logical, scientific explanation, perhaps yeah. behind it. <laughs> well, since we've gone through that scientific thing, um, 
Would you like to talk about the next big exciting thing, which is exciting to me anyway? Uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is it booming again? It's risen from the ashes. I don't know how. I really don't know how Bitcoin is still alive. Oh, it's the best thing in the world. It is, but I still don't know what it is. I can explain it. I don't know if it's very interesting, but I can explain it. You explain what it is, because I still don't I understand the concept of what a Bitcoin is. Anyone listening to anyone that knows about Bitcoin that listens to my explanation of this will be screaming and shouting at their <laughs> their, their monitor because it's going to be so, thing. Say that again. It it just makes no sense of why Bitcoin is a thing, though. Okay, so here's my very layman my layman's understanding of it so bitcoin was created in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis created years later but that's the 2008 financial crisis when house prices dropped the value of the pound and the dollar dropped that prompted this person satoshi nakamoto who nobody knows who he is it's like a it's like a pseudonym no one it's not a real person he decided he was going to create something that was a cryptocurrency which is modeled on gold so the problem with the dollar and the pound is that governments can just print it if we're in a financial crisis they can just print it but printing money devalues it because the more you put in the less valuable it is Mm-hmm. So he's going. He decided I'm going to create a cryptocurrency that is based upon gold, meaning that there's a finite amount of it, there's a limited amount, and that it's going to get harder and harder to quote unquote mine. So the way you mine a Bitcoin is that it's a cryptographic algorithm, which, as you will know, because you're a mathematician, uh, is basically just a very complex mathematical equation, and it takes a huge amount, or it, it takes an increasing amount of computing power to crack this mathematical equation. Now, I don't know what it is at the moment, but it's something like every six minutes, once upon a time, a Bitcoin was released into the wild, let's say, created. And to earn this Bitcoin or to mine this Bitcoin, you had to use your computing power to crack the algorithm. And the algorithm is based upon prime numbers because prime, prime number equations are the hardest to sort of reverse engineer and unlock, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. so that's how you mine a Bitcoin you have shit tons of computing power which is like graphics cards and stuff like that you set the graphics cards to run hundreds of thousands of equations a second to crack the code basically and, okay. and uh, the great thing about Bitcoin and why it solves the problem it's set out to solve is because so far at least we've seen that it can't be hacked no one's been able to break the protocol and create new Bitcoin into thin air, and it can be half, well, not half, I think they call it fungible. Basically, it can be turned into change. Like if you had a £10 note and you go and buy a chocolate bar, you don't ex- you don't give them the £10 note and get nothing back. You get change, right? Just like with a Bitcoin then. With a Bitcoin, you can, even if you've got one Bitcoin, you can go to a shop and spend 0.000012 of a Bitcoin on a chocolate bar. Probably so not. Weird. Probably not very advisable because Bitcoin's probably going to rise in price, and the the amount you bought a chocolate bar for in ten years might be worth twenty pounds. But that's the idea that it can, and yeah, you can't create Bitcoin out of thin air, so it's you can't inflate the currency. You can break it down into smaller chunks, so you can spend it on anything, that kind of thing. 
It's just so weird, though. Yeah, it is. It is a cool, weird new thing. So I'm just. I've got the price chart up now. I'm going to link this to you. Um, you should be able to see that. So. Okay, so it's gone down again by another one point three. If you if you take it to if you click the one year button, then we'll have a better better view of what's going on right now. Um, Where? Uh, top right of the screen, you will see like one one Y. If you click that, it will change it to one year. Ah, haha. Yes, aha. Uh-huh, it sort of zooms wow. it out a bit more, so we can see we can see what's going on. So if you look at it back in, let's say September the fourth, it was seven thousand seven hundred and sixty pounds, whereas now, <laughs> the high recently was fourteen thousand two hundred. So it's nearly doubled in like under three months. Since March, it's gone up ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my friend Dan, who are really into crypto, were joking that when my student loan hit in October, I should put my student loan into Bitcoin, just all of it, dump it in there and see what happens. Uh, and I was like, no way, it's just such a risky thing to do. Like, that would be a stupid decision. <laughs> of course, I wish I did it now. I wish I put money in it in March when it's 3300 because now I'll be rolling in it. But yeah, it's pretty cool. And the thing is, like, because there's a a very there's a limited amount of Bitcoin. So if all of a sudden people start buying it, and the supply becomes very scarce, then the demand goes up, and the price goes up theoretically. It's just so hit and miss, though. Like, but that's the point that I don't get. What's the point of it? <laughs> well, that's the thing. The point. The point is people that don't. Uh, agree with how the government are treating our financial system like basically just printing money uh, can go into can use bitcoin and it's a store of value it's uh basically digital gold is the is the equivalent so people it's sort of like what modern day people do to instead of investing in gold you invest in bitcoin well, when I say limited amount, um, I don't know how many. There's there's 18.6 million Bitcoin in the world right now, and there will be more. But the last Bitcoin won't be mined until like the year 21,000 or something like that. Yeah. Based on current advancements in computing power, but uh, so this 18 million. But even though 18 million is not much really when you think about it. No, no, not at all. Everyone started to participate in it. Put it this way: even if it was just, uh, even if it was just the population of London, there's probably not enough Bitcoin for everyone in London to own one Bitcoin. So that shows you how kind of valuable it is. Yeah. So it basically, if everyone did start to do it, it would instantly become worthless. No, it would so instantly more... become extremely valuable because if everybody started to buy it there would be no supply which means people that do own it can start kind of charging what they want going higher and higher and higher for each bitcoin kind right. of like kind of like you see with the playstation 5 yeah so it's going to be a currency of the rich only 
Eventually, probably, eventually. But yeah. that's the thing. You know, got those on the airships using Bitcoin to buy, buy their stuff and those on the street using bottle caps. Maybe. It might not even be that, though, because remember, you, if you want to buy £5 worth of Bitcoin, you can. So it's not like you need £13,000 to buy one Bitcoin. You can buy 0. 0.0001 if you want. And then that could eventually accumulate to one Bitcoin one day. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, keep buying more and more or maybe you sell goods in, in exchange for Bitcoin or maybe your company, which there's a lot of American companies that do this, like tech companies, maybe your company pays part of your salary in Bitcoin. Sorry, possible. So it's quite interesting. But there's another one that I keep my eye on because I own quite a bit of it. Ethereum. And that one... Ethereum. Yeah, Ethereum, that one has skyrocketed. So um, I bought my Ethereum for about 60 quid back in the day. And it's now worth £450. So doing well. Doing very well. But But you wish you sold in January. Well, I, I, me, and, me and my friend have said that we're always going to keep our cryptocurrency unless it changes, unless the price goes up to selling it would be a life-changing amount. Yeah, well, it's the logical thing to me. Like 60 quid is one of that amount where if you lose it, it's not really going to affect you. Exactly. But looking at the difference between Ethereum and Bitcoin, Bitcoin we saw had 18 million in total circulation ethereum's got 113 million so you can see why the price is a little bit less because there's way more in circulation yeah, yeah so until of... that number gets like hundred thousands you might as well keep hold exactly why not and it's fun to keep looking at the prices like will it go up will it go down <laughs> I mean, even if it does get into thousands and you know it's going to sell it, buy another 50 quid worth. That's the thing. Time in, time in the market. Trying to time the market. Uh, it's all about potluck, most of the time. And unless you want to be super clever people who can read that stuff. Especially when cryptocurrency is so uh, opinion-driven as well. Mm-hmm. Like you will get hundreds of thousands of people going onto a cryptocurrency subreddit, posting a load of doom and gloom posts to try and make people sell, which in turn will crash the price so that the people making the doom and gloom posts can buy it for cheap. (laughs) And then repeat. And then rinse and repeat. They call it FUD. Bread and FUD. Food. Absolutely brilliant. Right. Right, right. Gonna jump in there a sec. Go on, take it away. Something else trending at the moment. We're chatting away at this at this at work because we've got someone working with us at the moment who's very um, full on negative about everything, and he's a typical nineteen-year-old. Right. Okay. I don't think I know him, do I? No. Okay. It's called. It's trend on Twitter called LGBT at school. Right. And it's just people sharing their opinion on how school was with the LGBT. Okay. This um, is getting into like see, dangerous water already. I'm feeling like. It's, 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 
to this, don't worry. Have you seen how the BBC have defunded teaching about um, the LGBTQ, LGBT, I, I can't remember every bloody I, I think after. What I can get up to is LGBTQ plus is what I remember right. up to. I think they're fine with that. But I didn't see that they right. defunded it. No, I'm not seeing oh, anything yeah, about that. I think it was teaching about non-binary or the bullying in it or something. I didn't read too much into it. I was at work when I saw it. Okay. What is your personal opinion, right, putting the spotlight on you here, Okay. of teaching about <clears throat> non-binary and stuff like that at schools? <clears throat> I don't know. because My philosophy on it all is, because I talk about this a lot too, I think social issues are quite... I wouldn't say fun to talk about because obviously that makes it sound like I a lot of a lot of social issues uh, involve suffering. So I don't want to make it sound like I enjoy it. But I think it's an interesting topic to talk about. And my philosophy on it, my philosophy on it is: if you're not impacting anybody else's rights, then do what you want. So I'm all for LGBTQ plus whatever. If you're not breaking the law or stepping on anyone else's rights, do what you want. Don't care. But uh, I think talking about it in schools, if more people grow up being taught about it and being exposed to it and stuff like that, they're probably it's not going to be as taboo and shit like that when uh, they grow up because it's not going to be this new thing that all of a sudden everyone either jumps on the hate bandwagon or jumps on the support bandwagon. So teaching about it might be good. Like in school, did you ever have like a one of the bullshit lessons called like learning for life where they teach you random ass skills yes we had that they never taught us taxes which would be a brilliant thing to learn but they taught us random P stuff like some crap like that say it again pch phse or something like that i think ours was called how to put condoms on bananas and shit like that we did something like that like this is what i was saying they didn't teach us taxes which would be useful but what they did do is get a load of teen mums come in to teach us about uh sex education now i'm not being funny but it doesn't sound like they're the best people to teach it yes <laughs> yeah getting rid of that and teaching something that might actually be useful yeah, but right. going back to that, so as long as it's not going to be replacing something like English or maths or something that's going to be really, really useful, like essential, if they start teaching about LGBT issues in uh, like a learning for life lesson, then why not go for it? Right. I bring it up because we were in a conversation with him and he was saying how it's stupid because it's forcing an opinion and stuff like that. and. <laughs> who's doing the typical only two genders and all the I have an opinion, it's my opinion, crap like that. Yeah. And it made me think, and a lot of people were agreeing because, you know, they weren't brought up with that whole being sorted. I think it's like a generational think, thing, isn't it? It's, a, it's the reason that not our generation as such, but the other generations don't believe that such purely because they weren't taught it at school mm -hmm. if we were taught it at school would we be brought up with a whole complete different mindset of whether it's right or wrong in the such 
I, th- I think you're right because when when I was at school and when you were probably at school, we all got it became RE religious education used to be an optional subject, but then I think I don't know if it was for you, but it became compulsory from year nine to year eleven, I think. Yeah. Which obviously yeah, yeah, was probably probably a tactic to tackle racism and stuff like that because if you learn about the religions and you get exposed to the religions, uh, then you're not going to believe some random rumor you hear on the street which helps to tackle racism, people understand each other better. So I think you're right. If you get taught about it... Forcing it onto people, it sort of makes them care less in a way. People, they they stop giving a crap anymore. They're like, oh, right, yeah, that person's gay or whatever. That that person's non-binary, whatever. Seen all that before. It just becomes something normal that they don't care one way or the other. They just stop. Stop giving a damn anymore. They're like, oh, whatever, do what you want. Don't, yeah. don't affect me. Yeah. Once you make something normal, it becomes boring kind of thing. Exactly. Not saying that, you know, if if you're a member of the... I, I, <laughs> Go on, say it. You get them out. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got really it pops out of my head every single time. LGBTQ plus. Hey, it's boring. It's boring. It's not boring. But it's kind. Of, what, I think what we mean is it's kind of the cool thing to hate on at the minute, isn't it? Everyone gets in their groups and they're like, "Oh yeah, you you agree with me? You're part of the crowd that knows that knows what's going on." You've got the left and the right, and they're attacking each other on it. Yeah, it stops even becoming a personal issue. Every time, left and right. Yeah, hate using them phrases. An American thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's all over the place. So this guy was. Uh, you think this guy's massively against it, or you think he's doing that whole edgy teenager thing where it's just you say the most outrageous thing to in make your mates laugh? Yeah, hundred percent. He's doing the edgy teenager thing. Okay, this good. Discord's doing this weird thing where if we talk at the same time, it mutes you. So I'm going to have to try and not right. talk at the same time as you. Yeah, it's just... There's more and more stuff like that's popping up. And you... it seems to be that the more people talk about it, the more division there is with it. 100%. One of and the... I don't get why. One of the things, if you watched, before I say this, The Social Dilemma on Netflix. I've not. Basically, the the, the working theory at the moment is the reason that uh, everyone seems to be arguing about something is because Twitter, Facebook, even YouTube, all the social media platforms, they they don't have individual people running it, do they? Like every single... They've got the managers that oversee the the high level stuff but when they're talking about what posts to recommend or what things should trend today or whatever it's an algorithm that sorts it out right and these algorithms aren't are written to be able to uh necessarily differentiate what's good and what's bad it just knows what uh what keeps people on the site what makes people comment or interact with each other and it's trained to uh, favor that kind of content and guess what right. guess what makes humans stay on a website longer guess what makes humans interact with each other and guess what makes humans uh guess what takes up every 
bit of capacity in a human's brain arguing with people that they don't like. Yeah. So like, don't get me wrong, absolutely love a good debate. I think we both do. Do it for hours. Absolutely hours. I know, but, especially against anti-vaxxers. I saw that one on your Twitter the other day. Don't ever start with that. <laughs> it basically devolved <laughs> into her quoting uh, Bible verses, didn't it? I just don't understand where, the, where that came from. Don't understand the relevance either. Not at all. But yeah, it's just with anything to do with someone's choice that doesn't affect other people. I don't get why. It's like with the non-binary thing. I don't like. I don't understand how someone can choose to be unbinary. But that doesn't mean if someone says to me, "Hey, I'm unbinary," it doesn't affect me. No. I support that person. You know, if that if if they need some help with something or if they need me to treat them in a certain way because of it or do something differently for them or address them differently it doesn't affect me in any other way just because i'm not educated in a way to help in in in, in a way that does something differently unless it literally affects my life whatever Completely. It doesn't even have to come down to, like, even if these people that are on the fence about it or don't like it, it doesn't even come to, need to come down to them supporting it. You just have to not care about it. If it doesn't affect you, then you don't have to be for it. You don't have to help them. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is not care because then at least then you're not against it. Yeah. It's just, I just don't get it. It's the same with religion. It's the same with everything where people purposely go out their way to try and fight back at someone because they're different it's like why what are you getting out of this i think humans i think i think we evolved we we evolved in a way that we were always having to fight something weren't we we were either having to fight predators we were either having to fight starvation and farming and like uh the elements like the the seasons back in the day being hunter gatherers and stuff so we've we've evolved over all these years always having some kind of problem to overcome or some kind of fight to win so then we get into this age of the 2000s where we've got computers automating things for us we've genetically modified crops and selectively bred crops so that hunger's no longer a, a concern uh, we've got cushy jobs pretty much for the most part. No one's down in a uranium mine, not at least in the Western world. We, and everyone's looking for this thing that they need to be either fighting against or yeah. uh, tackling or working toward. Everyone seems to need this kind of, every human seems to need this kind of struggle. And I think it's probably to do with how we evolved. I don't know. I'm talking shit now. <laughs> you get me on this train and I start talking shit. <laughs> it just sets off doesn't it uh-huh. it's just one little thing I, I don't know how it comes across but this is what it's for uh, this is the bunker talk this is the kind of stuff you talk bunker. about in the bunker it stays here doesn't yeah. go anywhere I just don't understand but it's a perfect time to go on to the next topic which is going to start off good then go back into annoying <laughs> okay I'm the hoping so, uh... say again sorry I cut you off 
Sorry, the Bezos Earth Fund. The Jeff Bezos Earth Fund. Bezos, sorry. I've heard this pronounced three different ways. The Bezo, the Bezo, and the Bezo. Honestly, when you say Bezo, that almost sounds like a currency. Uh, like it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he came out with his own currency, like the Bezo book, something like that. He probably already has. But yeah, every time I pronounced it, someone's corrected me in a different way to what I've said. It doesn't really matter. I'm probably wrong as well. The rich guy Earth Fund. Yep, the the rich right. bold dude. Yes. So, so have you heard of Bezo? Bezo. I have Bezo. heard of it because of you, and it links into something you were talking about last week, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Right. So last week I mentioned how... What was I saying? Yeah, that was it. Um, how no matter how much money people give, someone will always moan that it's not enough. Yeah. Right. Well, let me just send you... This is just a quick link to the first one. That's I'm looking. That's a, it's a part. That's a link. part of a link. I've got to go treasure hunting for it. There you go. Right. Have a little look. See. So, right. So, Jeff. I'm going to call him Jeff. Big Jeff. We're on first name terms. He's giving ten billion dollars to charity. Right. Ten. It's given it to lots of different charities. Yeah. And I think last time I checked, he'd already gave just over 700 million. Okay. Is he doing this bit by bit then? Yeah. So I think it's to lots of different charities all over America. Um, I'm still not found why. But why he's doing it? Yeah. It's probably because not... uh, Amazon exploits that many people that this is his way of kind of uh, sorting his karma out. Yeah, but someone must be tending me ass to. Or maybe he's a genuinely nice guy and he's trying to... Uh, maybe he's trying to wrestle his conscience of... For him to keep his lifestyle and stuff like that, he has to keep Amazon going the way it's going. Uh, yeah, that's not it. <laughs> so, for, so for him to balance his conscience out, he's going to do this, but maybe not. Um, but your point, your point last week was that a celebrity can donate like Jeff Bezos ten billion dollars, and yeah. people are like, "Well, that's only zero point five percent of his in- income." Yeah. So back to moaning. Yeah. <laughs> best. Yeah. So as soon as I saw this post, I was looking at comments and stuff like that on the post because he donated. 791 million on Monday and all of the comments were all right straight up from three hours ago what if you just actually pay your your employees <laughs> straight on bring back hazard pay you cockfuck <laughs> quality help me pay my rent are these at the bottom of the article am I missing them um, no, this is just on his Instagram um, post. Sorry, I loaded up his Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's have a look through these, see some of the doozies that they've got. Yeah, and it's just loads of people just roasting him because I don't know why they're mad. 
and just people saying how crappy he is and granted he's still not a nice person we can all agree he's a bit of a prick oh uh, i have to but log in to see the comments oh no i don't he's a rich prick who's donating a lot of money that will do a lot of good true big true um Let's have a look. Fourteen-year-old white girls be like, "That's all." <laughs> That's a comment. I see that one. Bring back hazard pay, you cockfuck. <laughs> Another one. President Jeff. Yeah, and it's just like loads of people going, "Yeah, that's pocket money to you," and just that's nothing. Donate more. That's still you. You've got loads of money, and just all this other crap, and it's like, hold on. Right. I'm pretty sure I said this last week. I'll have a beer every other night. I donate blood rather than spending the money I spend on beer to money and, and give to charity. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to give my money away. I'd rather give my blood. I'm cheap. It's probably, depending on how, uh, how the charity is managed, giving blood's probably way better anyway. Like, if you give blood, you're literally saving lives. There's no two ways about it. It's very true. But it's like, if I donated a penny of my wage every month, that's the equivalent, probably, of what he's doing right now. Plus, what people I don't still... get is they do, they do this weird maths where it looks like he's only given a small percentage, but a small percentage of Bezos, Jeff Bezos's uh, net worth or whatever he's given, £10 billion, pounds, even though it's nothing to him, that's a shit ton to like uh, actually tackling... Um, deforestation or cutting carbon emissions or putting research into renewable energies like that's a shit ton I know it's a lot of money and it would do a hell of a lot of good for the world but no it's not enough yeah I think I think um, it was something like if he gave 80,000 to each of his workers like pay rise of 80,000 it would take off like 2% of his annual income or something like that that man has a lot of money he does have a lot of money but that's all people care about they don't care how much he's given out i know he's not enough. did you see though yeah. wasn't <clears throat> wasn't it jeff bezos is the one that like maybe a year and a half ago got divorced from his wife isn't he yeah and she took like half probably a lot of, i think i think it was like 107 billion or 67 billion i think she became either the richest woman in the world or on the top 10 list just by divorcing him i think she became second richest imagine doing that just by divorcing someone like half the country's queens and stuff like that i wouldn't mind doing it i might marry him and divorce him just because yeah i'll marry him and divorce him yeah for that money i'll fuck him <laughs> it's gonna be the other way around, mate. <laughs> well, well. How much you would know. you? How much would you have to get charged for? How much did you say she got? Sixty-seven million or something. Million? Surely it had to be billion. Sixty-seven a... Bezos books. Uh, oh, sorry, thirty-eight billion dollars. Here's the question. And 
I want a serious answer to my ridiculous question. <laughs> if somebody offered you, what was it, 38 billion? Jake? Yeah. If somebody offered you 38 billion, would you let Jeff Bezos do you in the arse? If I was single, yes. What? If you were single? Why not now? Well, that's cheating, Ben, and I'm committed. If I had permission, yes. Okay. I would just straight up do it, and I would come home, and I'd be like, get my phone up, get my bank account up, and just be like, hey, look at this. Look how much we've got. Listen, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> I'd, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'd get permission. I'm pretty sure you get permission too. She'd a- I need the permission. They'd ask what it cost. Everything. Cost everything. Need the- what did it cost? Everything. Not then- enough, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Go again. <laughs> I don't think I could spend 38 billion. I don't think I could spend a billion if I tried. 38 billion. Jesus. It's a lot of money, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Like, are there any purchases in the world that cost a billion (laughs) dollars? To Google. Do you know what the thing is? And I'm going to sound really selfish here. What? You won't donate any of it. You wouldn't. I don't know what a billion dollars can buy me. I want to know. Um, if you go on shopping, nothing shows. I bet a billion dollars could buy you a small army. I bet for a billion dollars, you could hire a small army of mercenaries and go and take over like the Caribbean or something. <laughs> You could literally be a pirate of the Caribbean. Um, most expensive anything. Most expensive thing. anything. Most expensive thing. Most expensive blank A4 ever is a billion dollars. Um, a million dollars. Just an expensive piece of paper on eBay. Well, now, I reckon if I had that, I'd just like put in contracts that every generation after me gets a billion each for the next 34 generations. And, the next, and then whatever is left from that generation that doesn't spend that billion, it gets passed down to the one after left over so that it's always going how many generations do you think we would have to go down before a billion dollars is is back to being uh not that much being like someone's yearly salary is a billion dollars well imagine eventually no i reckon it's never gonna get to that point i mean i i i, I imagine one day it's gonna have a rebound effect right when Bitcoin takes over, then the currency Bitcoin. can never be inflated like that. See, I think one day 
In fact, no, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it, Ben. Go on, you Have talk you about it. Great... You're going for it, aren't you? For it. He's going for it, right. If there's, anyone... to... if there's anyone still watching an hour and three minutes in, buckle up. Buckle I up. know literally nothing about this, by the way. Go on, lay it out there. So, you saw recently, I'm pretty sure you saw because you watch all this stuff, Boris came down with the Rona. Is this, uh, he had to isolate recently? Yep. Yep. And he is. We're going to uh, we're going to build bigger and better and stronger or whatever crap he did. Yeah. Bigger and better hospitals. Yeah. Well, that fit and freeze. What is it? Build and build back better. Build back better. Build back it. better for Great Britain. That phrase has been used by politics all over the world. Politicians all over the world. Right. Over the last few months, apparently. Okay. And it's about a conspiracy called the Great Reset. And what is the Great Reset? The Great Reset is, from what I can tell, because once again, I know nothing about it, is a conspiracy to completely reset the economy. Okay. But how... Like this, is, this is what the conspiracy is. How are they going to reset... What do you mean by reset it? I don't know if you can see it on the camera. My eyelids are like... I think it's because I've looking at, been looking at the computer too much. They're f they feel like they're flickering like crazy. Like the muscles in the, my eyelids are having a spasm. Are you linking at me on Discord? Because here's the thing... Your or this conspiracy, not you is saying this, but this conspiracy is talking about how they were going to use COVID to be the great reset for the economy. And I presume that means like because of inflation over the years, the pound has become worth less and the dollar has become worth less. So somehow they think that this great reset is going to make the currency stronger. But in actual fact, currently it's only made currencies weaker because they've had to print more money to give people stimulus checks and pay people's wages despite businesses being closed and people not working, etc. I don't really know. All I know is that people went absolutely... Apparently... I don't know, Ben. I don't know. I'm just trying to put together the... All I know is when he said that, a load of people were tweeting. Once again, Twitter being the main source of information here about how crazy it is that all these politicians have been saying this phrase and i don't know so the great reset is a proposal by the world economic forum now that sounds like something quite official but if i uh, click on it is it going to be someone's basement <laughs> okay seems pretty legit so far rebuild the economy oh, sustainably following the covid19 pandemic uh Okay, so this this doesn't sound, from the opening paragraph at least, it doesn't sound like it's a, a huge conspiracy. It sounds like, rather than a conspiracy, it seems like an initiative. So that basically they're saying... 
conspiracies grow off it. That's oh, the problem. okay. So people have took the original idea and warped it into something else. Mm-hmm. Right. Because currently, from the three lines that I've read, it sounds like they're talking about after the pandemic, we should all be looking into using renewable energy instead of coal and shit like that. Probably a good plan. But I haven't read okay. more into it. There was one conspiracy. Oh, on the Wikipedia, there's one. Oh, go on. Following its introduction, a conspiracy theory was spread via far-right internet personalities, of course, favourite people, uh, and groups, some also supporting the QAnon conspiracy theory and conservative political commentators, including Maxime someone... Ezra Levant, Tucker Carlson, Paul Joseph Watson, and Glenn Beck. So, some of the Breitbart people. Um, the following October, a chain... Oh, missed, lost my place. I looked at a text and that's it. It's also been uh, disseminated by Russian propaganda outlets such as Russia Today. The conspiracy theory first spread following the initiative's announcement. The following October, a chain email spread claiming to be from a member of a non-existent committee within the Liberal Party of Canada and was picked up by QAnon-associated groups. The conspiracy theory was spread further that November after footage of Trudeau's speech went viral online. The conspiracy theory alleges that world leaders have planned a pandemic, creating the coronavirus to cause the conditions that will allow restructuring the world's governments. It alleges the main goals of the reset are to take global economic control and instantiate a Marxist totalitarian regime and the new world order. Okay, I think I can stop reading there. I think I can stop reading there. It's like, it's like they thought, how many bad things can we put into one sentence? Oh, they're trying to make a uh, Marxist regime, totalitarian government, and the new world order. That should do it. That should cover all our bases. Long story short, it's a load of crap. Yeah, it sounds like some conspiracy theorists picked up on uh, a really... Basically, what happened is some scientists or some think tankers thought up a concept that after this pandemic, when everybody stopped working and we've all had a bit of a break from life, sitting at home doing what we want, <clears throat> we should all make it our mission to go back and only use renewable energies and stuff like that. But because it's called the Great Reset, conspiracy theorists latched onto it and thought, oh my God, they're trying to reset the world. Yeah. Obviously, everything they've been doing lately with... Because um, there was one conspiracy that I read about, which was with universal income. Universal basic income, yeah, I'm a fan of that. Um, yep, how they were saying that the idea is that they're going to give everyone that and basically say, because we're giving you this, you now have to do what we say. Okay. That's not how universal basic income works, but let's go with it. That towards the Great Reset. Okay. So we reset everything. You now have to do what we say. Um, also, with the vaccinations, there was. did you hear about how one of the plans was that you're not allowed in shops and things if you don't have... I did hear that, but that wasn't that the government said you wouldn't be allowed in shops. It's just shops are owned by businesses and they own the land, so it's private property, right? So a shop could theoretically say, you're wearing a yellow coat, you can't come in. Just the same as they could say, 
you haven't had a vaccination, you're not coming in. And then the latest one, which has sparked it up again, is have you read recently about the plan to grab what is it, the Freedom Pass? No. Have you not seen the Freedom Pass? That's a very new one today. They're talking about it. It's nothing official. The Freedom Pass. You're up on it, aren't you? You're into it all. It just pops up on my phone. I think because I've Googled a couple of things. It's the, the algorithm, pass, isn't it? The algorithm uh, thinks that you are. Uh, if like you it. test negative for COVID twice in a week, you get a pass or a certificate that says you're allowed to do whatever you want. You can go to the pub, you can go to the gym, you can go to the shops. The police stop you. They go, hey, let's see your certificate. You show them, you carry on. If you get a positive, you have to stay in for two weeks. Oh, I've, I've gone to the image, not the link. Oh, no. And this is, once again, setting people up and they're going, oh, no, the government are controlling us again, making us have passes to walk the freedom streets. It's all about the Great Reset, freedom, you know, the government controlling us. This sounds they're like a concept that was probably thought up by government, to be fair, because <clears throat> it doesn't really hold up to the basic scrutiny. So we've got a couple of things here. You have to have two COVID tests in a week, right? And you have to test negative on both. Mm -hmm. So it takes two days. You get a COVID test result back within 48 hours. So it takes two days. So you've got to wait a total of four days to get your te two test results back. Then you add on two more days for the days spent having your test. So if all goes well, best case scenario, you get one day of freedom. Yep. Because before it's gonna to before you have to go and do it again. And that's gonna be an enormous drain on resources. So it doesn't seem like it stands up to even basic scrutiny. Not only that, if this vaccination works so well, then It'll be, it'll be amazing, won't it? I mean, you'll never not have the pass, right? True. The thing is with this vaccine, though, like a lot of vaccines require boosters, don't they? Or at least a vaccine requires a booster. Because I remember when, yeah. I was, when you're like 16 or 15, you go for your boosters. Well, I'm not an epidemiologist. I don't know anything about vaccinations. I am an idiot on a podcast. So bear this in mind. Uh <laughs> As far as I know, the COVID vaccine hasn't... Uh, at, the, at the very best case scenario, the COVID vaccine has basically probably been tested in real people for maybe six months. So we don't yet know if after a year or after two years, you might need some kind of booster if the effects slowly start to wear off and you it, it stops eliciting an immune response or it stops giving you the antibodies or protections it, it once did. So we don't even know if this vaccine is going to be fantastic for six months to a year. And then after that, we need another one. And will we start, will they start being, the vaccines be less and less effective the more you have them? Like, we, we don't know anything yet. We don't know if it turns you into zombies yet. We don't. We don't. This could be our, our time to shine. Like, all the Call of Duty zombies we've played, we've watched Shaun of the Dead, we're practically professionals prepared for this. Say, say that to yourself, I'm deaf and blind. <laughs> I'm well, screwed. If there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm that deaf crazy guy in the corner that's useless. 
You're the guy that's like loading up the ammunition for the guns and like inspecting the cricket bats. Like, go get them. <laughs> I'm the guy that waters plants. Hey, that's an important guy. If the zombie apocalypse comes and everything goes to shit, we're gonna need a farmer. I will farm. Yeah. I'll... You're gonna be the most essential person there is. Yep. We were if... talking about it. I was like, I'm screwed. If, as soon as my contacts run out, my hearing aid battery runs out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beat. I'm gone. Well, Back in the, day, that was a dream. The good thing is, you you will know when shit's hitting the fan because people will be screaming, and they'll be screaming loud enough that you can actually hear them. Yeah. When the zombies are it. coming in and people are going, ah! Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I'm confident. I'm confident the world's going to get back to how it was one day. I think it will, 100%. And I'm, I'm confident that a lot... Sorry, say that again. Glass off all kind of guy. Yeah, why not? I'm confident that a lot of the problems that we're having are, are based on these attention algorithms and reten- atten- attention and retention. Uh, mm-hmm. grab- grabbing people's attention and keeping their attention. That the, that the social media companies use. Um, and I think they were saying that, I read something the other day, that Twitter and Facebook don't see their biggest competitor. You might think that Facebook's biggest competitor is Twitter and Twitter's ba- biggest competitor is Facebook because they're competing social media platforms. But in fact, both of those social networks see YouTube as their biggest competitor because if people are spending three hours going down a rabbit hole like you do on YouTube, they're not on Twitter. So... People are, fighting, so people are fighting for your attention like that. So once we collectively as a society and the politicians and stuff uh, get clued up on these attention algorithms that are, that are making us butt heads with each other all the time online, I think a lot of these issues will dwindle away. No, definitely. We just have to... Uh... We have to work it out. It's quicker. So there's one last topic... To a lighter one uh, on the list, and that is Halo 4 released for the Master Chief Collection. Yes. We're pretty much at the end of the uh, line for the Master Chief Collection. Nearly all the games are in there now. It's a lot of games. It is a lot of games. I just realised I was sharing the um, <laughs> I was sharing the Google Doc and I'm pretty sure that they saw the uh, you're a slut. Oh, why, thank you, sir. You're always welcome. The first line was Jake. I said, oh, why, thank right. you, sir. And he said, you're always welcome. So whilst we were we, testing out Google Drive. Yeah, we, we have like a little Google Doc for all uh, the topics for the week. If we see something, we just quickly drop it in the Google Doc. And um, yeah, we had a little <laughs> conversation with each other as well. <laughs> But, yeah, Halo 4 in the Master Chief Collection. Have you played any of the Master Chief Collection? I've not played a Halo game since the one where you used to run around the ring and people would try and snipe you off. Ah, oh, that probably sounds like Halo 3 custom games. Sounds like uh, Duck Hunt or something like that. That long. Well, Halo 3 is back in the Master Chief Collection, so custom games are on PC now. Oh, really? Yep. And people get crazy with it, as you can imagine. 
I can imagine. I mean, people used to get crazy on the Xbox, let alone... They did. ...on the PC. I'm not massively hyped for uh, Halo 4 because I remember playing Halo 4 on the Xbox 360 when it first came out and thinking this is trash they added a new a new bunch of enemies in called i think the prometheans and they just take so long to kill they're uh what's the word tedious to kill and it, every time you come across one it's like oh for fuck's sake not again please i just had a twitch um, <laughs> what's the promethean oh we'll get it up it's it's basically they look like some weird kind of robot enemy that's an element I think in terms of the story, it was kind of like um, they were an alien race that fought against the humans or the, the people that created humans. They essentially looked look like robots and they were to replace the Covenant, I think, because I guess... Uh, what's the... 343 Studios or Industries took over from Bungie. And I think they were trying to make it like, look, we're cool, we're different. And it went completely the wrong way. I'm showing some on screen now and they just look horrible because like uh, they'll have like a little orange bit in their back and you have to shoot the orange bit in their back to damage them and shit like that. They look quite cool. They do look cool and they have kind of cool weapons but um, because their weapons are so powerful when you actually get to pick them up off the floor they have like three bullets if it's like the sniper or something. But yeah, I haven't played uh, ODST yet. Halo 3 ODST got put on the Master Chief Collection, I guess, at the beginning of lockdown, like maybe April, some, somewhere like that. Still got that to go through. Say that again? I can't believe how many Halos there are. Yep, we're going on to six now, and because we're going on to six, they've ditched the number system and they're calling it infinite. <laughs> and a bit late. I know, and because they, they basically released a trailer at one of the big games conferences and everyone was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this looks horrific. And they uh, delayed the game so they could make a load of changes because they realised everybody hated it. That's... It's just typical. when Once they start to make too many games, it happens every time. Yep, yeah, rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Right. Well, we're out of topics. So, have you got any last things you want to go over? Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Yes, there was one thing I was quickly gonna say. Go on. Um. That's it. Right. I made a mistake last episode. Oh. It was not Genevieve. It's Giovanna. Who? The baby club lady. The baby club lady? Oh, the one I was extremely disappointed in. Yes. It's not Genevieve, it's Giovanna. Right, let's have a look. Let's let's so bring I, up what he's bring up what Jake was talking about. Same person. How do I spell it? G I O V A N. There we go. So it's this lady here. What were you, what were you saying that she was in? What was she on? The Baby Club. 
But she wasn't she in something more adult and you were excited about her not being on CBeebies? Oh, I'm a Celebrity. Oh, she's in I'm a Celebrity or something, okay. Yeah, it's not that bad this year. I've not watched a single episode, but Emma keeps telling me about it and it sounds pretty funny. Apparently they had to eat something horrific last night. Oh, oh I've not watched last night yet. Oh, okay, I won't spoil anything then. Oh, don't. No, I've not watched last night's or tonight's, obviously. Because we're doing the podcast. Because we're doing the podcast. Well, yeah, we play catch weekends. If that is all the topics for today, we're uh, nearly an hour and a half in. We let time get away with us. So We did. Are you are you are you done for the episode? I think I'm done. I'm done for the episode too. Yeah. So thanks for watching, everyone. Clips will be out soon. Make sure you watch the clips uh, because they take me time to uh, go through and find. So fucking watch them, you bastards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best bits without all the rambling. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be uh, quite a few from this episode. Right. So thanks for being here, Jake. I'll see you next week. It's been fun. I'll see you next week. Catch you later, everyone. Bye.